Welcome to the Reclaiming Your Identity podcast. I'm your host, Joanne Carrigar Kearns, owner of coaching company Inspired Life Solutions Limited. With over 18 years of knowledge and experience in both psychology and social work, this weekly podcast will show you how I learned my success from the success of others and how I figured out who I really am. I'll share real talk with you about the people I've worked with and also the people I've had to let go. You'll learn how to value unpleasant experiences as a place of reference rather than a place of residence and how to focus on what you can control rather than what you can't. You will never heal in the same place that made you sick and so it's time for you to figure out who you really are instead of who you think you're supposed to be. It's time for you to reclaim your identity. Hi guys, welcome to episode 6 of the Reclaiming Your Identity podcast. Today I'm going to speak to you a little bit more about something I touched on a few weeks ago. And what I talked about then was the importance of having people around you who can understand what you're doing and who understand your value and who appreciate the effort you're making to achieve the things that you want to achieve. So today I want to talk to you about the importance of this and of having the right people around you that yes they do help to raise your energy as we discussed previously but also why it's important to have different types of friends that you can call upon for different reasons. Now, this is something that isn't specific to what I teach. This is something that we've heard before. We've heard the importance of having, you know, a best friend that you can say anything to and the daring friend who will encourage you to step up and do what they know you need to do. And the friend who will just be honest with you and tell you what you need to hear the friend that you can go out with and have fun with and you can just be yourself with and not worry about what they might say to you or to other people. You know, there's all sorts of different friends and different reasons that we choose to have certain people in our lives. And what's important is we can take advice from these people. We can take advice and we trust what they say. We trust their response when we ask them a question. And there may be different reasons why we need different people at different times. So, for example, for me, as I created this podcast, I had somebody who was helping me how best to make sure I can include everything I can include in the time I have to speak to you. How I can make sure I address everybody equally and don't single anybody out, but at the same time speaking to people that want to know what I already have to say before I've even said it. You know, these are people who have been successful in the thing that I am trying to achieve and these people already know what it takes, what I need to do, and what I don't need to be doing, what I shouldn't be doing, in order to get to where I want to be much quicker. So if these people have already been successful, then 
we trust their skill. We need to do that because who else are we going to ask? Who else's opinion will we value as much as theirs? Because that's why they're in our circle in the first place, right? That's why we let them be near us and why they're close to us. Because we trust them with our life and we know that we can value what they have to say. And when they tell us something, we believe in them. We believe it to be true and we use that information to improve ourselves. So what these people will do for you, they'll stop you from minimising yourself and stop you from doubting your own actions. Because once you do that and you continue to keep doing this, you will start to give up. You will start to think, I can't do this. Everybody else was right. This isn't me. It's too hard. I'll never do it. I can't be successful. I shouldn't have kept trying. I should have just accepted that things are going to stay the way they are. And what we need is we need people around us who can come in when we start thinking like that and who can recognise that that's how we're thinking without us even ever telling them that. And they will lift us back up and they will say, no, no, we're not giving up now. This is not what you need to be doing. You need to keep going with this. And these people can be, you know, very, very close friends. These people may be clients that you have, something that you provide, a service or a product that you provide. These may be complete strangers that you've never seen before, but who you know are listening to you, who are watching you. And these are people that rely on you to show up in the way that you've been showing up. But then on the flip side of that, you're thinking that you can't do this. You're not good enough. This is too hard. I don't know who I think I am trying to be, thinking I can do something like this. It's out of my comfort zone. I can't do this. And we need people who can recognise that. Sometimes before we recognise it, then who will come along and say, listen, You need to stop thinking like this. You need to trust yourself because I trust you and I believe in you. I know you can do this. So it doesn't matter what other people are saying because all that happens is when other people are saying you can't do it, it's because you're exposing them for failing to step up in the first place. So the people that are telling you, you can't do this, you should stop trying, you need to give up, stop wasting your time, stop wasting your money. Those types of people are the ones that are actually jealous of you because they couldn't do what you're doing. So they'll try and bring you back down to their level. And in my previous episode a few weeks ago, when we spoke about high energy and low energy, I did talk about this happening sometimes from a place of love rather than from a place of malice. So people might not be doing this to be horrible to you but more so they don't like the thought of you being exposed outside of your own comfort zone and not knowing what to do. And they would much rather you come back to where they are on the other side of the bridge, if you like, where it's safe, where there's no threat, there's nothing, there's no risk, nothing can go wrong. So sometimes people want you to stop what you're doing and come back to the safety net of where you were before. That is understandable because that is how they survive. That's survival mode. That's what we do as humans. But when we're trying to make progress and to better ourselves and to enhance what we already have and we already do, 
we do need to be outside of that comfort zone of ours because that's a place where we grow and that's a place where we get better and we improve and that's the place we need to be to overcome these feelings, these fears and these concerns that maybe this is too much for us but you know what, we just keep going because we're here now, we may as well finish it. What I'm referring to today is we need those people around us that will tell us that and that will remind us of that and that will make sure that we don't ever forget that. And this is important because if you do start to minimise yourself and you do start to think that actually this is bigger than me and I can't do this anymore, you will doubt your actions, you will doubt how far you've come. What's worse is you'll doubt how far you could actually go. So you'll stop, you'll give up, you'll think, I can do this again, I'll try next time, I'll have another go when I feel more confident, when things are better. Well, as we all know, this thing never happened. But as we all know, these things don't often happen. And when they do, we end up in the same position as we've just come from, in that we feel uncomfortable, we have people around us, that may or may not be being malicious by telling us we shouldn't be where we are and we should step back and come back to the safety net. We have people on the other side who are saying, no, no, keep going, keep going and come through to the other side because that's where you were aiming, that's where you're headed and that's what you're capable of. That was the whole point of what you're doing, was to get on this journey. You were desperate to be where you are now when you started this journey. So I don't want you to give up and go back to the start because you're at the halfway point. You know, the journey the journey of personal development and the journey of the progress you're making, it's a spectrum. You know, it's ongoing. So there's no cast iron point as to where you're at and how you're measuring yourself. And sometimes we just have to stop and look back and see how far we have come to remind us why we do this, why we must keep doing this. What this brings me around to is... Often people say to me, my clients, my friends, and on occasion, it's sometimes it's people I've never met before, but people will say to me, I want more money. What I want, my ultimate goal, my aim in life is to have more money. And that sounds like a good goal, you know, on the, the outside, that sounds like a, a positive thing that you want to have, you know, wealth, you want to be able to do the things you want to do and not worry about how much it costs. And that's a good goal to have, but if you look deeper into that, all that money will do will make you more of what you are ready. So it will just send you to the destination that you're wanting to get to quicker. So let's say you're somebody who is already unhappy. For whatever reason, you don't have to discuss why, but if you're somebody who, you know, you're not feeling 100%, you're not high on life as I like to call it, you're not feeling that you're in a good place. And if that's your general sort of lifestyle and you come into some money, all that's going to happen is it's just going to be amplified. That feeling of unhappiness is going to be amplified and you're going to turn from the person who was unhappy to somebody who I would call luxuriously miserable. So you're still unhappy. You might have more money and you might have a bigger house, but you're still unhappy. You might be feeling lonely. You might be doing a job that you don't like. You might have friends around you that you now know are not right for you. But you might come into some money. You're still going to be that person, but you've just got to that destination much quicker. 
So you're still unhappy. Maybe you're in a much bigger house, but you're still unhappy. Maybe you've got people around you now that you believe are good for you, but deep down you're still unhappy. So there's a saying that we all know the same, we're all familiar, money can't buy happiness. And that is what this means. What this means is that you can have all the money in the world, but if your starting point, if point A, where you start from, is not in a good place, is not a positive place to be, then having all the money in the world isn't going to make it any less unhappy. It's just going to make it more of what it already is. So another example, maybe you're somebody who does a little bit of gambling from time to time. Maybe you like to go and put money on the horse races or the greyhound races or the football even. You know, maybe you're partial to visiting a betting shop and maybe sometimes you're lucky, maybe sometimes you're not. But the point is, if you win a lot of money on something like that, there's a very, very high chance that that money will get respent in that exact same environment. So you might win, let's just pull a figure from the sky, let's say a thousand pounds. Say you place a ten pound bet and you win a thousand pounds. There's a very high chance that that thousand pounds, a lot of it, is going to get put back in to gambling to try and win more. Not everybody will do that. Not everyone would. Some people would see that as I was lucky and that'll be the end of it and just keep the money and never go there again. But most people will. So they've gone from being a gambler to what you could then describe as an addict because they can't stop doing it because they just keep trying and trying to earn more money like they already had. So somebody who was a bit of a gambler but not an addict has now become an addict because they've been given the money to enhance that feeling. They've been given the money to enhance that environment they were already in. So it's just amplified it. It it goes for the same with alcohol. Maybe you're somebody that likes a drink, maybe one or two nights a week, but gives that person a lot of money and there's a high chance that they might then become an alcoholic. Now, I'm not making any claims that this is what will happen. I don't know anybody that this has happened to. This is just the figures. This is just the research. You know, this is really what is common knowledge as we know it and what most people will tell you, but they don't know where they've got the figures from. They just know this is what usually happens. Rightfully so, because they're right. It is what usually happens. So on the flip side of that, if you're a person who is happy a lot of the time, if you're somebody that feels like you're showing up at your best almost all of the time, if you know that you put 100% into everything you do and you're in a good positive place, then if you get given money, that's going to amplify that. So what happens now is you become much happier. You also achieve what I call inner wealth. So internal wealth. So it's not to do with finances and monetary value. It's to do with human value. It's to do with how you feel inside, how you make progress, what you want to achieve, what you know you have achieved. It's inner wealth. And those kinds of people are much more likely to reinvest that money they've won or the money they've made and come into, into enhancing those feelings for themselves even more. So for those people like myself in the coaching space, what we do is we will come into some money and the feeling 
that we have of happiness and feeling 100% most of the time is amplified. So we want more of that feeling. So we will find people that can give us that feeling and help us to amplify it even more. And we will pay them money to do that for us. So what's happening at that point is I've done something good. I've been rewarded one way or another. And I've reinvested that into the thing that will make it even better for me. So when you compare that to somebody who is unhappy, who's maybe been gambling, they're going to win some money and they're going to get sort of instant gratification from perhaps winning a little bit back. But then the money's going to go and keep on gambling. That's what they're going to do with it. More often than not, that's what's going to happen. You may be thinking, what's this got to do with what we were talking about previously? What I want to say to you about that is this. You need to have people around you that can recognize when you are not in your best place. And these people need to say to you, you need to stop and consider doing this, consider doing that. Stop doing this, stop doing that. And these people know what they're looking for. And as I said at the beginning of the episode, these people may just be good friends of yours. It could be people that you see occasionally. You know, perhaps it's when you visit the hairdressers. So you don't see the people all the time, but you see them often enough. Maybe it's a family member that you do or don't see often. Maybe it's a close friend. Maybe it's somebody you've never met before, but you speak to. You know, perhaps on social media, perhaps online on Zoom. Perhaps it's a client of yours or a customer. But these people are important because they have a lot to give. These are the people who will keep you on the right track. And you work together. You work in a place where all you want and all they want is the best for each other. And they will rein you in. They will stop you from going off track. They will stop you from falling off the horse. And if you do fall off the horse, they'll be the people that will help you get back on the horse. These people are very valuable in different ways. And if I was to give you an example, for me, this would be something that my business coach might say to me. He could say to me, Joanne, I can see this is happening. Or I can see that you're not being as successful as we thought you'd be with this. Or perhaps he might say, you've been very successful with this. Have you thought about doing this? Have you thought about trying something different? There's an alternative way that you could get this point across by doing it this way. He knows when to step in and tell me something of value. And that's without me asking for it. So I will trust what he says because he's been successful in the things I'm doing. So clearly what he did for himself worked. So if he's suggesting to me that I try and do something, I'm going to listen to him. So that might be somebody that I go to in terms of my business in terms of what I want to do and what I want to achieve, you know, for my career. But then I have my husband as well. And my husband, obviously, we live together, but he sees a different side of me than perhaps you guys here when I speak to you. And he will say to me, Joanne, try doing this. I don't do that anymore. Or do more of something. And again, I trust his judgment because he knows what I do when I'm at my best. So if he sees me or hears me doing something that in his eyes isn't my best, he will stop me and say, what's wrong? Or he will stop me and say, 
try something different. This isn't working. Or even this is working. Do more of this. And I trust his judgment because he knows how I perform at my best for different things. So it's very important. And we can have friends do that for us. We can have people we work with, colleagues at work. They have to be in a good place. They have to know how to reach out to us and tell us something isn't right. With us or with them. It's important. So what I'd like you to think about today, guys, is the people that are in your circle, the people that are around you, the people that you are choosing to to dedicate your time and your energy to, and the people that you're allowing to dedicate their time and energy into you. Think about those people. Think about who they are and what they have to offer you and what you have to offer them in return. Because if all that's going to happen is people are going to try to minimise you or to amplify something that's already negative rather than giving you strategy or some advice to make things better, then they're not good to have in your life. So what we can do is we can still love these people, but we love them from a distance. We love them from outside of our circle, if you like. So they're welcome to be around, but at a distance. Because we need to take those people with a pinch of salt. Because we can't always trust what they say. We can't always take their advice. Because more often than not, it's not what we need to hear at that time. And whether that's right or wrong, whether that's malicious or who a place of love, I don't know that. Only you know that. But it's important. We need to know who we need around us. Who's going to come and get us when we start to fall? Who knows when something's not right before we know ourselves? These are your people. This is your tribe. And there may not be that many. There may only be a handful of people. Or you may be somebody, you know, who's got lots and lots of people around you that you can call upon. The number is irrelevant. The quantity of these people is irrelevant. It's the quality that they have. The value they have for you the things that they do for you and the trust that you have in them. And we must remember that because if we are on the journey of self-development and we are making things better for ourselves, which is a very hard thing to do, then we need to know that those people who are around us believe in us and they want us to achieve and that they're not just saying it to be polite or because they know we want to hear that, but that they are saying it to us through a place of love, through a place of wanting the best for us unconditionally. And it's it's very important. And this is something to remember always and to never stop. Choose your tribe wisely. Choose your friends wisely. Thank you for listening to me today, guys. I hope you've enjoyed what I've spoken about today. And I'll be back with you again next week. Once again, anything you'd like to say, any feedback or comments, get in touch with me. And I thank you for your time today. And I will speak to you again soon. Bye. Thank you for joining me here today on this week's episode of the Reclaiming Your Identity podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard, I'd love for you to share with a friend. And also please subscribe, rate and review the show on your favourite podcasting platform. If you have any questions, feedback or you'd like to join me as a guest on my show, you can reach me directly at joanne.ckearns 
at inspiredlifesolutionslimited.com. Thank you for listening. Take care.